listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast. A podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing. Educating. Empowering. Improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. In today's episode, rapid disenrollments don't have to happen to you. Learn how better communication can smooth over most Medicare plan disenrollment issues. We outline seven strategies that are simple for agents to implement. Seven strategies to prevent rapid disenrollments from Medicare plans, written by Roxanne Anderson. No Medicare agent wants to hear they've had a rapid disenrollment. Not only can these feel like a slap in the face after all the hard work you put in, but they can have negative consequences, especially if your book of business shows quite a few of them. Luckily, there are ways you can prevent them, and we will explain the process. First, let's get a quick definition of what rapid disenrollments are. In Medicare language, a rapid disenrollment is generally when one of your clients who you recently helped enroll into a new plan decides to disenroll from their new plan within three months of their enrollment or before their enrollment is final. There are some exceptions that apply, like if your client moves out of their plan's service area or becomes dual eligible. You can learn more about those exceptions in the Medicare Advantage and Part D communication requirements in the Code of Federal Regulations, and we will have the links to those sections in the episode notes. Now, let's get into how disenrollments affect you and your commission. When a client is considered a rapid disenrollment from a plan, the carrier must recover all of the commission they paid you for the sale. Rapid disenrollments not only affect your bottom line, but also your reputation in the eyes of the carrier and even the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. If you have a high rapid disenrollment rate, you may run into compliance issues. This is because the carrier and CMS may think you're trying to enroll clients in a plan for the wrong reasons, such as the commission, versus the right ones, like what's in their best interests. So how can you prevent something like this? That's where our seven strategies for preventing rapid disenrollments come in. If you're the stand-up agent that we know you are, you shouldn't have anything to worry about. It's unlikely you'll have that many rapid disenrollments if you're following Medicare sales' best practices and CMS's compliance rules and regulations. However, if you want to play it safe or find the number of your clients disenrolling from the new plans you just put them in increasing, it's important to know how you can prevent Medicare rapid disenrollments. We have a few strategies that we're outlining here, but remember, these are actions you should take during or after each and every appointment anyway. There's a good chance that you are already practicing some or all of these, but let's get into the list just to double check. Number one, 
Make sure your client's providers are in network. Many people want to continue seeing the same doctor they've been going to for years. If they find out their beloved primary care physician is not in network, it could cause them to rapidly disenroll from their new plan. So at appointments, check if your client has any preferences regarding their physicians or hospitals. If they do, confirm those providers are in network via the plan's online directory. Paper directories can change over time, so using online directories is best. Number two, check that their prescriptions are in the formulary and well-placed in those formularies. Medications can cost Medicare beneficiaries hundreds to thousands of dollars, depending on the prescription drug and plan. While meeting with a client, you'll want to gather a list of all their prescription meds and make sure they're in their plan options formularies. Also consider where their medications are placed in those formularies, as the higher the tier a drug is categorized in a formulary, the more money the drug will likely cost the policyholder. Don't forget to also check which pharmacy they'd like to go to and if it is considered a preferred one by their plan. Number three, ensure they're comfortable with the costs and benefits of their plan. Speaking of costs, it's extremely important to make sure that your clients are comfortable with what they'll have to pay for medical items and services on their plan. This includes their monthly premiums, deductible, co-pays, co-insurance, prescription drug costs, etc. Nobody wants to feel like they were sold something they did not understand the true price of. Additionally, it may seem obvious, but double-check that your client understands all the benefits they're entitled to and the ones they're not. If they wanted a plan with certain dental, vision, and hearing benefits, or silver sneakers, and their new plan doesn't include those items, they could feel that you misguided them. You may have also missed an opportunity to cross-sell an affordable ancillary plan to cover those items not available with the plans in their area. Number four, go over all their options, even the less expensive ones you may not offer. If the plan you recommended isn't the least expensive one available to your client, you likely have reasons why it's still what you think is the best fit for them. However, many Medicare beneficiaries live on a fixed income, and if they hear from a friend, a family member, or another agent that there's a more cost-effective option out there, they may decide to switch to that if they can. Before enrolling a client in a plan, it could be wise to let them know that there are other, less costly plans out there, and then explain to them why you think the plan you'd recommend better suits their specific situation. Number five, review the outbound education and verification process with them. Some rapid disenrollments occur because of carriers' outbound education and verification, or OEV, calls. 
The client may decide to disenroll from their new plan at this time because they're confused about their benefits or what they're being asked to do during the call. Before you leave your appointment, let your client know about this upcoming call and what to expect during it. Number six, follow up and let them know you are available to address any questions or concerns. Your client will probably feel more comfortable with their plan choice if they fully understand it. If they develop questions or concerns, it can shake that comfort. It's better for you to address any hesitations they may have because you should understand your client's wants, needs, and budget. If they talk to the carrier or another agent, their faith in you and their plan could be shaken or even broken, possibly for the wrong reasons. Stay out in front of potentially bad situations by checking in with your clients to see how they like their new plan and asking them if they have any questions or concerns, and make sure they know when and how to best reach you. Number seven, be an agent who cares, not one who just wants to earn commissions. When you sell Medicare plans, it's important that you help clients into the plans that are in their best interests, not yours. Even if you think you've done that, People's feelings and their needs, wants, and budgets change. And yes, they can change quickly. If your client is not happy with their new plan, do the right thing and help them switch plans if they need to. You may not have found their perfect plan on the first try, but they may end up trusting you even more for working with them after the fact. Establishing trust and continuing to develop that relationship with your client over time is crucial. These strategies we just talked through are a great example of how to keep that relationship at the forefront of your mind. We've got a few other episodes that delve into this topic of how to become a trusted advisor as well as methods for client retention. So be sure to check out the episode notes for links to those resources. As you're checking that out, why not take a quick second to tap on that follow button and make your love for the Agent Survival Guide podcast official. It is a great way to let us know that you liked this episode and want more like it in the future. And then as a follower, when we put out those future episodes, you will get notifications so you don't miss out. Thanks so much for taking the time to do that. And thank you for listening today. We will see you next episode. 